Drivers, I said, drivers, start your engines. Hello, and you are welcome for listening to On Wisconsin. We are doing a mini-sode uh, this week. We're just going to touch on a few topics because we weren't able to record this weekend. Um, and it's, once again, I mean, we all know Bill's not here, so it's me, Brady, and Jeremy. Uh, going to talk to you about a couple of things going on. Bill is confirmed still dead. Yeah, uh, the funeral was last night, and it was uh, pretty lit. Uh, he hired a DJ. Uh, shouts out Tiesto. He played a six set, dude. Uh, I'm sure Bill would really appreciate it. So uh, we are going to get right into it away uh, because Brady has been making this claim that is absurd. <laughs> so, uh, Brady, you want to tell the people what, what the claim you're making about one Kyler Murray? Well, one, it's not absurd, so uh, please watch yourself. But so Kyler Murray today uh, officially announced that he was uh, just just going to focus on football. He was only going to play football. And somebody sent that into the, the pod group chat, and I just responded with one word: moron. And I don't I don't understand what's so I don't understand what's such a big deal about that. Um, <laughs> you can just feel like you can't call him a. <laughs> I was at work. I saw that on my 15-minute break, and I just went the next two hours just mad. <laughs> guys, guys, let me pose you a question, okay? You have two options. It's a binary choice. You can make a fuck ton of money and get CTE and worsen your already existing CTE, or you can make millions of dollars and not get CTE and worsen your already existing CTE. Which one do you choose? Or you could get you, or you, you could get head trauma or not head trauma. First round, multi-million dollar contract, and probably be really good at the thing I'm doing in the sport in which my position is the least injured. Or probably all the, so I'm taking the not head injury while also playing football. Yeah, not, not, not one of the options. You don't know that. I, I'm taking the one that makes me the most famous. Football. So you're going you're gonna to choose, choose dying at the age of 50? <laughs> to be famous? To be famous. Yeah, that's absurd. Uh, that's just illness. what you're what you're saying is just wrong. What you yeah. what you're well, saying I mean, is just wrong. Fifty? No, that's not. I mean, that's. That, I mean, we, I mean, that's no, not everyone that plays football dies at fifty. But I no, absolutely would take the fame over the chance of CTE. Yeah, probably. And I think that's I think that's stupid. So now we know why I be, I believe the, the things I believe. I would I would make even more money playing football. Like there's a dollar amount for me that. Uh, if I get famous, for sure. It is on brand of you, and I hate it. Just don't know why you would choose it's that. Moron. It's not. It's not that I. He's not making the right decision, but that does not make him a moron. That he's just making a bad decision. No. <laughs> what is a dunderhead? At at least, at bare minimum, he is a dunderhead. Being a moron is being the Heisman Trophy winner and deciding to go toil away in the minors for three years, making like. A hundred thousand, maybe. That's what I think. <laughs> no, no. Man, you gotta ride this out. You gotta. Dude, ride he's gonna make out. a ton of money either way. He's fine. He's gonna make a lot more playing football. A minor league contract does not buy you very much. Yeah, but he he didn't just get a a like a bare minimum minor league contract. They they can only like pay they like he the- was getting a five million dollars signing bonus. 
Ew, Brady. Uh, which goes yeah, to your uh, which which goes to your house and the car he's probably gonna buy, and it's probably just about all gone. No, hold on, hold on here. But like, he doesn't. He's not gonna make any money like during the year. You you don't get signed to like a major league contract until your I, minor league contract is up. I understand that, but he was being groomed to be a MLB player. He got five million dollars just to sign. Seven years away. For yeah. a big contract. Yeah, so I'll, I could be a millionaire several times over either way, and I could do the blood sport or the one that's not blood sport. He made the right choice. Uh, uh, Brady, he's going to make a lot more in the NFL, like, in the first Yeah, but how much is that really going to change his, like, his quality, like, his, like, standard of living? Like, I, you know, like, I don't think – how much do you think a minor league baseball player makes, Brady? I, I, but he's not. But he's not making just like bare minimum. He got this signing bonus. He, he's gonna have endorsement money. Like he's gonna be fine with money. He's gonna have no problem at all making money. He's he's like the one of the biggest sensations out of college football in a little while. Where does the endorsement money come from playing minor league baseball? You you don't think that 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 he's gonna get endorsement deals being the Heisman Trophy winner who went and played baseball? I don't think so. No, no I really probably not. Yeah. Not as much as I, you're trying to I think, think that he's going to make. I think he's going to be fine. I think like he'll you, make. Brady, you don't get you don't get the endorsement until you're in the major leagues because then everyone's like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Yeah, but it's but it's not just some guy. This is Kyler Murray. Everybody knows who Kyler Murray is across several sports. He's not just everyone. Everyone really knew who Bryce Harper was. He wasn't out here getting like Bryce Harper was like much bigger in baseball circles than Kyler Murray. And he wasn't yeah, getting any endorsement. He doesn't come from being popular in baseball circles. He has wide. He has a wide pull because he was the Heisman. Imagine if Bryce Harper was also the Heisman. You so you really so you think that in a baseball like he he's going to be able to market well in baseball, which no one has been able to do. Nobody. I think I think he's going to do well enough while he's in the minors to make enough money to be just fine. Here's the thing: I don't is really they understand how much they don't make in the minors. Also, you're thinking like, he's just going to be really good. Don't you think that maybe? Thing, yeah. Don't you think that maybe he kind of knows himself better than everybody here does? I think he might have chose the sport he probably thinks he's going to be better at. I mean, I think he would have been. A, he's a pretty good prospect. Like I understand it's a chance thing. Right? He's probably like, de- he's probably devoted more time to football as of late. He's probably so much better at it. If we're doing career what ifs, what if Kyler Murray gets his knee shredded? And he gets t- Teddy Bridgewater, or he gets his knee shredded in his first game. Like if we're going to go, <laughs> what if? plays baseball. Not if he gets his knee shredded, then he won't be worth anything. That also just, like, doesn't happen. Plus, Teddy Bridgewater's still able to play football. He's just on a team with Drew Brees. I mean, he he also – where was he before that? He couldn't get we, a starting job on, like, the we, Jets, wasn't he? It's because they drafted a guy to be their starter. Oh, but still, like, he – He's still hey, able to play football. It's not like his career is over. The, uh, the last thing, the girls <clears> – <throat> The girls. Oh, you play baseball? Come back to me when you play football. The girls come with football. Okay. I bet you he's probably got a girlfriend. He's like 5'9". He's never a girlfriend. <laughs> exactly the kind of guy who would have a girlfriend for being pop, from being <laughs> Well, I'm just glad we moved Brady off the moron point. No, um, I still think he's dumb. Yeah. Maybe you're dumb. Yeah. Someone, someone makes a decision, Brady. Doesn't agree with Moron. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that's all I'm doing. That's really all I'm doing. I just think it's a stupid decision. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Brady, like, stands in line behind people at, like, a grocery store, and if they're, like, buying something that's overpriced, he's, like, in his head, that bleeping moron. 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 Well, but you see, 
buying something that's overpriced doesn't give you severe physical harm. Okay, oh, so you're, but so like people that are buying soda, are you like diabetes? They're getting the diabetes, those morons. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how much they consume. I can't. Maybe they're just buying it one time. I don't know. It's not enough debt. I'm like. But you do know <laughs> how much CPE Kyler Murray will get. I think he anything more than zero is too much. Anything more than you can have soda in moderation. You can't have brain damage in moderation. You know. Um. Actually, you can't because uh, that Nash guy had uh, like schizophrenia and he created the Nash Equilibrium. So. Um. Jim McMahon wasn't doing so well, and he started smoking a bunch of pot. And now he's fine. <laughs> no, yeah, he's fine. Exactly. Yeah, he's exactly, fine. dude. That's so right. Yeah, he's wow. fine. You're right. Jim McMahon <laughs> is doing fine. Life crippling depression and suicidal tendencies. And now he's doing amazing. He's doing great. Now Wait, he, you think he would trade that in for a couple years of baseball, a cup of coffee in the minor league? Do I think he would trade his health to have less money and fame but to be completely healthy? Yes, I think Jim McMahon would make that trade in a second. You're projecting. Maybe. You know, maybe I am, but I, I that's Not what I I'm think. telling you. I'm that's telling you. I'm wearing my psychology glasses. Okay, let's do the all-star, all-star draft. Um, Jeremy and I sat down and did kind of a live thing of the all-star draft. It actually – flowed pretty well towards the end i don't know if it's ever going to come out but it will when we do this one it'll be a two-parter basically towards the end so we don't want to talk about it anymore on here brady had a great idea so brady you want to explain the idea to the people yeah so yeah you know everybody you know like the all-star draft happens so you know there's every single article has to come out with like oh who would you choose for your all-star team who is the best all-star team blah 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 nobody cares it's just another way to rank players. Yeah, it's just stupid. It's dumb, and it's another pointless discussion that leads nowhere. But, you know, what is fun and not stupid and is innovative is your not all-star team. If you, had to, if you had to draft a starting five of players that are currently in the NBA to, to guarantee you lose one game, lose one game for your life, you have to come out on bottom. It's a can't-win game. It's a must-lose. Who are your five players that you are drafting from the current NBA will guarantee that loss? Does anybody want to go first? Let's go position by position and just give our Ooh. team. I have three point guards, so Ooh. I'm here to lose. I'm here to lose. I'm not here to play. I think Brady's uh, cheating a little bit, but I think we'll I'm let playing, it slide. I'm going, small ball. I'm going small ball. Three point guards. My name is Eric Spolstra. I play positionless basketball, so it doesn't uh, does it help that one of the point guards is 6'5"? Yes. Okay. So you can work with that. <laughs> Mike, right. go first. Who's Mike, going first? What position? Point guard. We're starting from the bottom up. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this player plays point guard. Does Markel Fultz play point guard? Yes. Okay, he's my point guard. He's my point guard. How do you not know what position he is? I don't know. I don't I don't know. <laughs> NBA had like Brady. Everyone knows a guy who sits on the end of the bench. He was like, is he like the number one pick? He's number one he's overall. Guard. He's a guard. He's a guard. He's a point guard. He just seemed really unsure about what, like what sport he played. Like no, I, I, I knew he was a guard. I just wasn't sure if he was a point guard. <laughs> okay, Jeremy, who's your point guard? Um, Kyle Lowry. Oh, um, I also have Kyle Lowry starting as my point guard, but. Um, I'm I'm putting I'm I'm putting like a blindfold over him and like spinning him around six times and when he comes out I'm telling him this is a game seven of the playoffs before he goes out and plays for me I need to convince him that it's a playoff game 
before he starts. I do have a. I mean, if it's a game that lose for your life, I feel like it's a playoff game. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying this needs to be like, like a second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah. So if you want to take, if we want to not overlap, I do have a backup, and it is campaign. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a backup here, uh, Derek Rose. Wow, coming at Jeremy. Directly at him. I mean, ours was funny. That was mean. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of funny because <laughs> he'll be he'll be the best player in the league that year, kind of, and then tears ACL midway through the big game. That... when he wins something, people call it fraudulent. So I'd always have that. <laughs> um, I still think I have you both beat. Um, I have a my starting two guard is CP zero because he's never won anything. So he's obviously gonna lose that big game. Good one. It's a good one. Uh, my my shooting guard is Tyler Johnson. So uh, the road's going to be bumpy for uh, my team. <laughs> it's also going to be way overpaid. <laughs> That's right. I'm telling you, my, this team costs a lot of money. <laughs> Jerm, who's your starting small forward? Small forward? I thought we were yeah, at shooting, we're guard. shooting guard. We just both we just listed two guards. <laughs> I only... Jeremy didn't do his shooting guard. He yeah. was a backup. I just said oh, campaign oh. if we didn't want to overlap players. So my shooting guard, my shooting guard is going to be Jerry and Grant, because he's worthless. That's two. That's two members of the Bulls. Oops. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so CP zero was my shooting guard because I I didn't understand what you guys were doing. But uh, Mike, who's your starting small forward? Okay, now this is where I'm going small. Okay, this is why I'm saying I'm playing positionless basketball, and there's there is a qualifier to this. Okay. But my small forward is James Harden, okay? But I'm going to have – I'm going to pay one of the Kardashians to go out and get him just hammered the night before. So we have hungover James Harden. <laughs> hungover oh, Harden. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, my start – this is a, this is my third point guard technically, but I think he's 6'5 or 6'6. Actually, no, he might be like 6'7. Um, Michael Carter-Williams. Oh. He is the worst one. To, I, I would argue that he is the worst NBA player to ever touch a basketball. That is ever. so good. Yep. And also, That's a good one, man. He's also, like, maybe the best candidate and, like, piece of evidence you can ever have of someone in real life getting space jammed. Because he was putting up several triple doubles his rookie year, and then he just became the worst player to ever play. Yeah, dude, and here's the other thing. Even if your team is bad, they're going to be talking about his potential for the rest of his career. Oh, my God. Even when he was on the Hornets, they were talking about him developing into something good. I'm telling you, dude. He's been in the league for like 30 years, and he's gotten worse every year. You would be able to stay head coach or GM of that team for a long time because you could just keep convincing the owner of, of Michael Carter-Williams' potential. <sighs> I once watched a five-minute-long video of all of the layups, wide-open layups that he missed in a single season. <laughs> And there were five minutes worth of them. No repeats. That's not, that's <laughs> not okay. Oh, no. Okay, keep going. Germ, who is your starting big man? I'm at small forward still. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Who's your starting three? Who's your wing? It is Josh Jackson because he's in witness protection and I don't know where he is. <laughs> who, who sent him there again? Um... The head coach of the Suns, the Russian guy. He's in witness protection. Nobody can find him. <laughs> okay, Jeremy. Now, who is Power your forward. 
Who's your smarting, starting big man? Because this is our last guy, right? Well, power forward. Well, we've listed five players or four players already. No, we haven't. I only have well, campaign. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Brady, you are struggling with uh, you're struggling with this whole thing. I, it's because I didn't put my people in position order, and so I'm like reading them out of order, and I screwed up. <laughs> Okay, Jeremy, so you want to give us your power forward? So my power forward, um, I can come back around to this after I say my starter, but this position is a littered with guys that can lose me a game. <laughs> First off, I'm going to go with another Suns stalwart, Marquise Chris. Ooh. All right. Um, my power forward to lose a game is Carmelo Anthony. Oh. Yeah, I thought about Carmelo Anthony. That was a good one. It was a very good I- one. I decided to go against him because one, I'm too much of a hipster to pick Carmelo Anthony. He's not allowed, but he's not allowed to wear his hoodie at, at any point during the day. Oh, absolutely not. Hoodie Melo wins by himself. That's right. That's the issue. Um, but so uh, I, I was gonna pick uh, Harrison Barnes because you know he's gonna miss key wide open threes in the corner. And he's gonna Good lose one. the greatest team we've ever seen um, Good without one. Kevin Durant. That that would have been very on brand for me. I don't even know why I didn't think of that. Well, I thought about him, but I was like, you know what? He's going to the Kings. I think he's going to be fine. It's been a few years. It's been it's a been few years. years. It's a little. And he was losing the second best, like uh, tied for the best regular season team in the history of the NBA. I mean, he was losing them finals. Oh, that my... against the fucking Cavaliers. So then my backup shooting guard was going to be Danny Green. But he's he's really good in the playoffs. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Who's your starting center, Germ? Dwight Howard. Right now, Dwight Howard. <laughs> Obvious. Well, and you can really pick any time. He's always been a loser. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That yeah, that's who I had. Don't... I had Dwight Howard written down. Which oh, is see, I'm glad. I'm glad I zigged. Um, but I, uh, but I, I, if I'm playing small, John Wall. John Wall. <laughs> if I'm playing yeah, small ball, John Wall. If I'm playing really small, John Wall. He'll win you game six. That's right. That's right. We're playing one game. Four at all. One game. One My game. Is Billy Bean. Brady, what was your zig? Um, I'm picking Denver Nuggets era JaVale McGee. This is before he went to the, the Warriors and actually like accidentally rubbed up against some of them and got some basketball competence. This was full, shacked in a full highlight reel JaVale McGee. You know he's going to forget he's on defense at least once in the game. He might even score for the other team. He is a big time, changes uniforms, looks like he might be okay of a player kind of guy. When he was on also the that, Nuggets, he was wearing the baggy mm-hmm. everything. His hair was all bad, and he just looked rough. Like he looked like a bad NBA player. And then he goes to the Warriors and the Lakers now. Jersey's nice and tight. Shorts make him look all right. The stuff, you know accessories he got going on. He looks all it's right. The beard. It's the chin thing that all the Warriors have. They do the long goatee, <laughs> like, the, like the, the King Tut. He got one of those going, and he got started right. getting a beard, and then he was then he looks now he looks competent. That's true, guys. There's one guy that we forgot, and we all need to be penalized for forgetting this person, because this person should be the focal point of all of our teams. Tony Romo. I already said campaign. Good one. No, J.R. Smith. Oh man. Because J.R. Smith is gonna forget the score. Woof. That is a huge fadeaway three pointer. Swaggy P. Oh. Swaggy P, another good one, but Jr. But Swaggy P is just like a discount Jr. Smith. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. Also, how did I not get Michael Beasley on this team? Because Michael Beasley is a fucking winner. Buckets. Yeah, he gets buckets, dude. <laughs> Michael Beasley, <laughs> dude, no, because because you already took out James Harden, and we can't take out the second best and the best left-handed players in the NBA. 
Fair. That's true. Easily the number one, so we can't come at the throne. That's fair. Do you, do you guys want my endless rotation of power forwards? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do. Give it to me. We got Dirk coming off the bench for four minutes a game. MKG, because I just don't know what he's going to do at this point in his career. MKG is a solid, slightly above average player. Jabari and Noah Vonley, Brady's favorite. You mean you mean Chris Bosh 2.0? Yes. I'm still sitting. I'm still sitting on that take because I think he might. I'm, I'm, I've talked to a few people and I think he might get blood clots soon. So I'm just crossing my fingers. Brady wishing uh, blood clots. Brady Brady wishing uh, blood clots on players. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to tra- to uh, trade deadline anger. Uh, Jeremy gets mad about LeBron tampering. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jeremy, can I introduce this segment for you? Yeah. Uh, so basically, I'm sure if you're a longtime listener to the show, you know that Jeremy hates everything that LeBron has done, ever will do, or is currently doing right now. He just and he hates him for it, and and it's all bad. Le- LeBron could be, like literally build a school for children, and Jeremy would find a way to hate it. He did. Um, he did. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, and he actually did. I forget the take. <laughs> He actually built a school for children. Now, I don't know how Jeremy's going to be able to attack oh, that. I thought you were saying that Jeremy actually had a take about why that that, that school was stupid. Maybe he might. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm just scared to ask him. I'm, I'm kind of scared to ask, too, because you know it's in there. We don't need to do that right now, but I can give the listeners an example of how this all works. I said Danny Green earlier is why he had a team to lose a game, and everybody's like, well, he's good in the playoffs, right? I'm like, no, he's not good in the playoffs, and you know why? I know he's not good in the playoffs. Because you know that finals where he set the record in the first couple games for like the most threes ever made in a finals series? Yeah, he I think he also set a record that year for most threes made in the playoffs, or he like tied it. He did. Well those first couple games didn't matter too much in games uh five, six, and seven because he was horrible <laughs> and then the Cavs I mean the Heat eventually won because he couldn't make a goddamn wide open three. So Jeremy hates him forever and always because he helped LeBron win a thing. Yeah, LeBron didn't win it. He the other team lost it. Yeah. So so then so with all this the, the drama in the media about LeBron and tampering and you know does he hate his teammates? Do his teammates hate him? What's the locker room? Everything's LeBron. I just wanted Jeremy to to just be seething angry for a, a few minutes to just melt your headphones. So uh, get your ice packs, you get ready. your aloe. If we don't give him space for the rest of the podcast, he's kind of out of it. And so we need to give him space, let him vent about LeBron. Yeah, so here's another little thing with his uh, supposed all-star team. A little bit of a uh, – LeBron's always calculated. Everybody knows he's calculated in everything he does. <laughs> so here's Did just – you a, a photographic memory? I don't buy it. <laughs> Is that good enough, you guys? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, so, a couple of names on his all-star team, Team LeBron. Funny thing is they all have K names. That means nothing, but they just, they just do. A couple of, uh, impending, couple of impending free agents. It is a fun fact. Just get it out of there before somebody tries to interrupt me while I'm saying the names. Mike. A couple of names, impending free agents joining LeBron's all-star team. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving... Kawhi Leonard and Clay Thompson. 
going to be doing a little bit of talking, a little bit of jabbering, not about basketball on uh, on the All-Star weekend. Hey, guys, what do you... Let's 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 let's, let's play this way. Let's play this way in the All Star game. See how you guys like it. I'm gonna be the point guard, and you guys all spot up and just do your own thing. And I'm gonna find you wide open. See if you like that. Then maybe maybe, maybe come on down to LA. Maybe come hang out with me next summer. So you think I gotta be honest? The idea of Clay Thompson playing with LeBron gives me the biggest NBA boner I've ever had. It makes me so excited. He's better on his own team. <laughs> <laughs> he would turn clay into a square and clay is fun no but clay's a robot they would he, have to change his settings but he's like funny bot clay is funny <laughs> bot and lebron makes him stupid bot and boring Here's bot if, i i have a feeling that without telling us if clay went to los angeles and played with lebron somehow our podcast would start a little bit differently oh God, that would be the I would worst. Be, I would bet that for some reason, some mysterious reason, that sound would be switched and it would never be addressed. <laughs> the soundboard would get nuked. Yep. So back to um, the trade deadline in LeBron. I'm I'm happy about what happened with his attempted tampering garbage because everybody knows it's going on. He had Rich Paul absolutely gaslight the NBA the Monday before the trade deadline. Get the news cycle going. Get him to say he wants to trade out. Get everything going before the deadline. Let's start, t- let's start these talks now. Hey, New Orleans, take all of our bologna sandwiches for your prime rib. It's fine. There's a bunch of them. You'll like all of them. There's just so many of them. But guess what? They're not good. And I'm so proud of the Pelicans for just standing ground, at least for now. They have a couple months to get things figured out. But they stopped LeBron and his goddamn servants for at least once. They can bad, hold ground. How, how bad do you want them to trade AD to Boston? Oh, I'd like that so much more than going to LeBron. <laughs> They're not even LA. They're just LeBron. They're the LA, LA Bron, yeah. Yeah, they're the LeBron Jameses. They're not even the LA Lakers. They're the LeBron Jameses. LeBron and the J- LeBron and the Jameses. James gang. They're just the James gang now. <laughs> I'm glad you workshopped that out there. Nailed it. We really landed it at the end. It was worth it. Got there eventually. I was, was going to see how long you'd go. Like, I was just seeing how many of you have in him. Just... I cannot, I cannot wait for Bronny to get out, leave high school for the NBA because it's going to be a rule by then. And then LeBron's just going to attack the league and like, force he's gonna get the lottery to win in his favor and get whatever team he wants to play for to draft Bronny first so he can go play for them for one year and then retire how funny would it be if LeBron actually had the pick and he had Bronny on the board but he picked someone else <laughs> <laughs> no I don't want that kid <laughs> like I know him too well I know his weaknesses you sorry kid I don't want you. <laughs> he's like the top recruit he's like basically Zion Williamson he's coming out LeBron's like no nah, I don't want him <laughs> I want them to get drafted by my rivals so I can sabotage their team. What do you want me to do? Ke- Kevin Love? He's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> me and JR? All right. No. <laughs> Jeremy, you wanted to talk about the Bulls a little bit, I think? Yeah. So they, they did something at the trade deadline. And uh, what do you know? It made me really mad. <laughs> Jeremy, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. surprise. 
the Bulls finally did something and made it actually is a decent trade, and I actually kind of like what they did. Why did you get rid of the only guy on the entire team that wanted to still be there? Why did you get rid of the only guy that actually cared about playing basketball for that team oh, and is the heart and soul of the squad? You got to let me know, Jeremy, because I think the average the average uh, dog could probably name about zero players on there's no one even even like very very like intense listeners of the show the one i mean there are none that exist but the ones that if they did would have no idea who you're talking about it's probably one person but it is (laughs) bobby one punch man crazy eyes portis dude (laughs) plays his heart out and ass off all of the above every single game and you trade him for Otto porter there's nobody else in that roster we could have given the wizards you serious? <laughs> you serious? We matched the money with Jabari's contract. Bobby was the throw-in to match the money. You saying we couldn't find one more person to match the money? Bobby Porter scored 30 points in their first game against whoever they played. 30 points. He Guess what? He did that like less than a week ago for us. Like, no, nah, we don't need him. We don't need anybody that plays hard and still loses games for us. Two things, Jeremy. One, maybe he was too good for the tank. You guys are tanking, and maybe he was too good. We got Otto Porter. He's arguably better for a winning team. Yeah, we beat we beat we beat the Nets, and that was a bad move because we are out of the top three for the lottery. And I got a feeling that it's going to stay that way. We're getting there. I'm just pre. But second thing about Bobby Portis is um, this is a good excuse to bring up the story of that. um, Just remember that Bobby Portis, how he gets psyched up for games is that he pretends that the players in the other team just punched his mom because (laughs) because his mom used to get abused in front of him, and so now he just pretends like that's happening. Oh my God! He got himself angry. Yeah, that's how. That's why he. That's why he looks so angry all the time when he's playing because he pretends that someone's beating up his mom. Can I? All right. Um. Can we? From now on, when we talk about that story, can we feign ignorance about the second half of it and just laugh at the fact that he just thinks people are punching his mom and like? I mean, it's still a. It's still a. That's a little. That's a bit much for a basketball game. <laughs> That's why it's funny. That's yeah. why it's funny. But then it comes to the the whole like his Yeah. It comes to like there being a reason for it. I, I think it's still funny, right? Like <laughs> I I don't know if I can laugh. It's not funny cuz his mom got hit. It's 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 funny despite that. <laughs> I'm washing my hands of it and I'm washing my hands of it and tell you tell the story without the back half. Uh, uh, moving on. I, uh, I don't I don't know what to do now. I feel like I picked I picked that hill to die on because it's funny. You Mike, you ruined it. It's, Mike, it was funny. You, you ruined it. About laughing. Now so. we need now we need to move on to bad NBA teams because you ruined it. Way to go. I couldn't be an accessory to a, a crime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we want to update the uh, tankathon. I do, yeah. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat here. So, Thanks, in in the uh, the quest for Zion, oh, that, that has a little bit of a ring to it. Zion sounds a little bit uh, you know, mysterious. It's a it's, it's like a it's like some artifact that is just so ungodly powerful that it takes a literal quest to get to it, like Indiana Jones. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's the it's, quest it's for a, Zion. It's a place from, uh, from Jewish history, so, yeah. Okay. You're right on it's almost literally what it is. <laughs> so, in terms of wins, the bottom three in which those teams get uh, 
5% chance each. Top three all get the same percent. I can't remember the percent. I'm on it. But top three all get the same percentage. Yes, and the top three teams, and we're saying top three because these are the most important games of the season left, if you remember. We have the 10-win New York Knicks and the 11-win Phoenix Suns and Cleveland Cavaliers. The Bulls did themselves a disservice beating the hard-fought Brooklyn Nets and getting their 13th win. You're now two wins ahead of these teams, and it is not good. It is not good, Bob. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting close to writing the Bulls out of it. I, I, they're, they're on the cusp of being out of the race. They're in this thing where like even the fourth and fifth picks get like a decent percent chance at the top. But still, when if they get fourth, it's making me think we're going to pick seventh again. Like the closest they are is to the Cavs because they only they have only they have two more wins but two less losses. Yeah, but so in, two games. Like, the Suns the Suns have forty seven losses and only eleven wins. I mean, I don't know how they're going to compete with that. They're behind. They're behind on wins and loss. Like they're just you and know the Knicks, they're really digging themselves a hole. And the Knicks only have ten wins, and they're somehow in the lead. No, there. I think I think the I think the, oh no, the Suns have a higher winning percentage by point zero zero eight. <laughs> yeah, and a funny thing, Brady, they are currently on a sixteen game losing streak. I don't know how many are with those new players. <laughs> the Suns have a fourteen game losing streak. Yeah, the Knicks have done this with a couple games adding those players in which you believed would uh help um, them win waved, some games. Wesley Matthews. I so, told you that um, I mean I told you that was gonna happen. I'm like, he's gone anyway. My take, my take doesn't apply anymore. Nope, it's, it's not a bad take because I didn't know they were waiting Wesley Matthews. We Wesley argued Matthews about DeAndre Jordan, and he is not going to win games for anybody. Okay, cards on the table. Mike totally got it right last week. I didn't know that the other players that the Knicks were receiving, I thought they were just getting DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> That's all I thought. I hit cards on the table. I didn't know the entire details of the trade. I, did, I didn't see any other names on Twitter, and so I just assumed it was just those guys, and I was like, oh, so they just, like, traded a guy who wasn't playing for a starting center. Like, oh, they're probably, like, going to be a better Unbelievable. Now. I had to double down. I was too far gone. I had to dig in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, in terms how an NBA, How as an NBA player do you go out on the court after losing 14 straight? Oh, I don't know. I'm That's serious. They've done it twice. How, how? I would honestly like just be like, ah, I don't need the money. It's tough. It's got to be. How? This whole tanking thing has honestly got to be so hard for the players. Just especially oh knowing they're not going to be on the team probably in very long because they're yeah. just part of a rebuild. They're just. They're probably just thinking like, well, I better get my stats up because at least maybe somebody will trade for me or sign me up next year and think that I'm worth something because this team is using me for my badness. There are there. Are, I, I haven't ever looked into this, but I think I might I might go on a little search tonight and try to find some players. But there are players who like, like in baseball, this player is Starlin Castro, where like no matter where he goes, player like people trade them because they're trade for them because they're trying to tank. So when you get moved to a team, it's because they're trying to tank. So update for tonight: we have Knicks Cavs. This is a big match for the Tankathon. Very mm. very big. The Cavaliers are six and twenty-one at home, and the Knicks are six and twenty-three away. So they're dead even. Mike, I found, a Reddit, I found a Reddit thread about the players in the NBA who perennially play on um, tanking teams, or like guys that a tanking team would trade for. And I just want to throw uh, a couple names out there: Lou Williams, 
Not so much anymore, but yeah, I used to be kind of that guy. But when the Knicks, when when the when the Clippers got him though, they were trying to tank. They accidentally got good at the beginning. Yeah, of the well, it, it's also it started last year too because Lou Williams may be one of those guys, but he is like so against it. He plays his ass off every night, and he's a very good six man scorer. Teams are probably like, God damn it, dude! You're supposed to. This is not what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to be losing. Yeah, but but he's but he's always on, he's always on that garbage team who just mm-hmm. needs a guy who can score twenty five a night. Yep. Um, Evan Turner is another good one. Oh, Evan Turner is always on bad teams. Even when he's on good teams, he's on bad teams. Like the yeah. Blazers, the Blazers are fourth in the West, and they're still just like the Blazers. Really, guys, we're gonna do this again. Yeah. The Blazers are the Raptors of the West, except they've never been like actually thought to go to a finals. Um, Cam- Cameron Payne is another good one. He's traveled around to a lot of NBA teams. That That's are a good one. He's, he's been on two of the best teams this year, the Bulls and the Cavs. <laughs> two, of the, two of the teams you have to watch. Um, Nick Young was another one of those until he went to the Warriors. But he was absolutely another one of those guys who only played on trash teams because he was a good enough th- volume three-point shooter. After we traded, sorry, Mike, after we traded campaign, we had a game against the Cavs maybe two days later or something like that. He was legit having a revenge game. He'd make a layup or just like a mid-range shot. He'd be looking at the Bulls bench and getting into people. It's like, dude, you need to you need to chill. Uh, Spencer Hawes. Hey, that, that might answer my question. Does Jamal Crawford count because he had his stint with the, with the Clippers? Jamal Crawford, I don't think does because he's been on every team. Or like, uh, I gotta look up. I gotta look up his his journey through the NBA. It's been or a like, lot. Who's that? Who's that dude that shot weird for the Timberwolves? Corey Brewer shot weird for the Timberwolves. Kenyon Martin or Kevin? Martin? Kenyon Martin was Kevin. On Kevin. It was Kevin Martin. Kevin yeah, Martin. Kevin Martin. Yeah. Yes. I forgot he existed. I think yeah. that's a good one, right? He was the guy that uh. Well, I know he was a king, and then when did the Thunder? The Thunder went and grabbed him, I think, after the Harden trade. After mm-hmm. the Bulls. Or not the Bulls, the Wolves. Well, I think he was on the Wolves after the Kings and the Thunder. Really? I think so, because the, he was the guy that the Thunder got is like, yeah, he's going to be our perimeter shooting. Like, We're going to snag him, and he's going to help us get back to the finals. Jamal Crawford played... In Scottie Pippen's final season. Let's go. On the Bulls. Yes, he did. We drafted him. I mean, the Bulls were really shitty when they had, when they had, uh, from 2000 to 2004, they were bad. Really, really bad. Like the then he s- went to the Knicks from 04 to 08. Yep. Yeah, they weren't very good. They went. They had 23 wins one season and 23 the next. <laughs> then he went to the Warriors from 2008 to 2009. That was uh. Ugh, that was a bad team too. <laughs> then he was on the Hawks from 29 to 2011. He was on the good Hawks teams though. Yeah. Okay. And then he has the Clippers because the Clippers. Oh, then, he was on then the Blazers for a year. Then the Clippers. The Clippers are good. When he was there, the Clippers were good. Yes. Yeah, but he was also there in 2017. So I don't know. But yeah, he's he's a good borderline guy. I think he's I think he's been good enough where he's he's not. Because when he was on the Clippers, they were I mean they were legitimate like Western Conference contender for a few years. Guys, the, and the Hawks, they almost won the East. I mean, they were a good team. Guys, the Cavs-Knicks game is essentially a pick at Cavs minus one. How much money do I put in on who? I just want to let you know, 
uh, that I think it's going to be a, a bumpy road for the next tonight. A bumpy road, huh? That's all I want to say. <laughs> do, you, do you have to just take the uh, bad team at home? Yeah, who's at home? The Cavs. Oh man, dude, I can't I can't bet against the Knicks being bad. Oh, but can you bet on the Cavs to be good? No, but I think I can bet more I can bet on the Knicks being worse Brady, than the Cavs. Brady, are worse. DeAndre Jordan's gonna win them this game. <laughs> he does have five win shares. Oh my god, it started. I don't think I can even bet on it. I think it started already. <laughs> well, good, Oh no, it started! You're degenerate. You're de- I'm sure there's like a halftime prop bet or something. Oh, we but can do so second just, half. Just keep your eyes on the bottom of the standings as we come into the the All Star break. You know, you just you want to look at the teams who don't have any representatives. If you if your team doesn't have any representatives, you're in good shape. You're looking good. The prospects are bright. I need to make an admission. Yep. Uh, I thought that the Knicks were playing the Suns tonight, and that's why I made the joke about it being a bumpy road. And, uh, uh, oh, ah, I get it. So I, I really want to apologize for not knowing who played in the game that we were talking about for I like want, five minutes. I want to apologize. Mike wants to apologize for the joke he made that nobody got anything. Yeah, yeah, that's how I, that's how I want to apologize. I so. genuinely still don't get it. But uh, Tyler Johnson got traded to the Suns. Oh, God, okay. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> but that's it. Uh, that is the end of our little mini-sode. Um, you know, it's been a little bit difficult for us uh, without our friend Billy. Yeah, we miss him. Uh, um, so maybe we'll be able to bring on his ghost for, I don't know, the next podcast. Yeah, guys, next uh, this this next Halloween, we're going to do a seance and we're going to get a we're going to be all together. We're going to get a Ouija board and we're going to try to channel Bill for some hot content. So what we need to do is find something we're mad at him about and do a seance. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, um, <laughs> So before before Brady tells us uh, about what you need to do as listeners, um, we'd like to give a, a quick shout out to one of our listeners, Jim. Uh, Jim has been out here caping for the podcast for a while. Brought a couple new listeners on. Brought a couple uh, new followers onto the podcast. So, um, Jim, thank you for doing the work for us. Yes, Brady. Uh, thanks. Uh, and uh, other listeners, start paying attention because. Uh, I think we should give out a, a, a award, like an award to someone who is our best listener, maybe one award. And I think Jim is in the uh, he's in the lead right now. Yeah, I'd agree. Maybe just uh, totally not steal award-winning listeners from somebody, but we can hand no, out a trophy. Like, what if we gave them, like, a certificate? Like, you're a research certificate-winning listener. Yes, okay, it's different. And we're going to email it to them and actually follow up. What if you were, yeah, what if you were a, a trophy? We could get a traveling trophy. Okay. Those people, like be, those people better pony and you know up how and we're send gonna it. we're going to ship it to all of our listeners. Our first sponsor, Stamps.com. Use <laughs> promo code ONWISPODCOIN to get 10% off your next stamp. <laughs> but just the one stamp. That's all they would sponsor us for. You one get stamp. one. Use it wisely. <laughs> it's like Spider-Man. Everyone gets one. Uh, apparently, everybody gets one. <laughs> all right. All right, guys, before you go, make sure you smash that like button, rate, review, subscribe, uh, like. Make sure you punch your phone just because. Um, punch a, Push over a small child when you see them. If you, go up to a small child and say, do you, are you subscribed and do you listen to Honest Pods? And if they say no, push them down, take their cell phone, 
and subscribe them and download all episodes. Make sure they're, they're a millennium. They're small. They're a child. What are they going to do? 